Welcome to the Back Row Redskins Show. I love the sound of that. This is a whole new Redskins podcast. Um, You guys might know me from Talking Sports with Manny. This is my second podcast, and I am excited for the opportunity to bring the heat, to bring the fire, and the passion to this podcast. I'm going to give it all I got. Um, Those who know me from the other podcasts know that I'm crazy, I love to have fun, and I love to spit facts. So guys, we're going to have fun with this. So guys, I've been a Redskins fan since 1999. I remember that year. Um, we went 10-6 and six and just had a great season. Obviously, we didn't make it to the NFC Championship nor Super Bowl, but I still count that season as a success. I remember guys like Michael Westbrook, Albert Connell, Irvin Fryer, you know, uh, um, Stephen Alexander, Brad Johnson, Stephen Davis, Skip Hicks, guys like that, you know, on defense, LeVar Arrington and Champ Bailey. And man, I'm really jogging my memory here, but that season was just amazing. Another great season that I've remembered being a Redskins fan was RG3's rookie season. Man, that season just gave me hope because our receiving core wasn't necessarily great, but them guys balled out. RG3 was just special. He had that it factor, you know, rookie of the year, made it to the playoffs, got hurt, and the coach should have pulled him out. And I just feel like after that playoff series against the Seattle Seahawks, I believe. It was either the Seahawks or the Falcons. I really can't remember at this point. But just after that playoff series, RG3 was just never the same. And I was one of the people who loved us drafting Kirk Cousins the same year we drafted RG3. You know, you always got to take talent. And he was a fourth-round talent. You know, four, I mean, fourth-round pick. Um, I mean... Things happened the way that it happened, you know, ended up with Kirk Cousins and, you know, he did some things here in D.C. Whether you love him or not, um, it was still a great draft pick to have that kind of person come out as a fourth round. The only thing that I regret about Kirk Cousins was not trading him for a first round pick or a second round pick. We just kind of just let him walk and we got that comp pick. Didn't really like that. But another good, uh, great season that I remember was the year that Mark Brunel was here and led us to the playoffs. That was another good year. The defense was really good that year. Uh, missed Sean Taylor. Uh, rest in peace. Um, we've had some great um, guys come through. I loved the Clinton Portis. I was a big fan. Um, we've had tons and tons and tons of quarterbacks over the year, over the years, and um, prayerfully. Dwayne Haskins is the answer. I'm tired of going from quarterback to quarterback. But, yeah, I believe in Dwayne Haskins. I believe he's going to have a great season this year. Uh, The sky's the limit for that guy. You see him out there working hard every single day, bringing the heat, bringing the passion, trying to better his craft, trying to, you know, become that quarterback we all know that he can be. Um, Terry McLaurin, man, what a find, what a steal. I remember last season – Coming into the season, thinking that Doxson and Paul Richardson was going to do something. 
and then um, Trey Quinn. Not a fan of Trey Quinn. Um, you know, I think that he has. We've seen the best of Trey Quinn so far. I don't think he gets any better than what he is now. And uh, Cam Sims, Cam Sims, man, he has all the physical abilities, but he just has not put it together. Um, I don't think Cam Sims makes a team this year. Uh, but um, I wanted to talk about the camp battle, uh, some of the things, uh, some of the positions to look at in camp. But before I do, you know, there's been rumors about um, several players. I'll start with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown was my favorite receiver in the league before he started all his crazy mess. Now, I'm not a fan of Antonio Brown, but I'm pulling for him. I hope he gets his act together. Um, I don't see the Redskins signing Antonio Brown for the simple fact that Ron Rivera said he's not going to ch chase the cheap wins, meaning that he's not going to go against building like you see him building his team I think he kind of want to see what he has before he makes any any additional moves um, I think he's gonna let these young guys do their thing this is gonna be a year of growth a year of developing these young guys at least give these young guys a year or two see what you got you know at the end of the day you can always bring in a veteran you can always bring in free agents and add to what you already have but yeah, I don't see Antonio Brown and the Redskins uh, mixing at all. So, y'all can just put that one away. The next guy I want to bring up is Jamal Adams. I know he wants to get traded. Every time, you know, a prime target player wants to get traded or is available, everybody is like, we got to go get this guy. We got to go get this guy. I get it. We were 3-13 and last year. I get it. We're all about improving. We all want to win. I want to win. I'm tired of losing. But um, Jamal Adams, that move just doesn't make any sense for the simple fact that Landon Collins is one of the highest paid safeties in the league. And I don't see us having two of the highest paid safeties in the league with contracts coming up soon. So I don't see any scenario where we get Jamal Adams. Another guy that I want to bring up is... Um, what's his name? It just slipped my mind right now. It just slipped my mind. Gordon, uh, Josh Gordon, Flash Gordon from Seattle, you know, started off with the Browns. It's just too much uh, um, baggage, man. You know, I don't know how many chances this guy has had. He's like a cat with like. 25 lives <laughs> he just continued to find a way to get back in the league i mean the commissioner really really loves this guy but i just don't see a scenario where he works out with us i know him and scott turner has has the uh has a relationship from the past but um honestly i do not want flash gordon here in dc it's just not a good situation you know, I know everybody's concerned about having that veteran um, wide receiver. If you're going to have a veteran wide receiver, just have a real one. Have a real one. Uh, Cody Latimer, who's fairly young, was that vet receiver. But, you know, we all know the situation of what happened. So um, only time will tell whether Cody gets cut or not. Um, 
you can make a case for him. Um, but if Cody Latimer doesn't make the team, then we can have the youngest wide receiving core in the entire league. So let's get into these, um, get into this uh, camp, camp battles. So at quarterback, we're set. There's no camp. I mean, there's no camp battle there. Um, Kyle Allen is simply just here just to be a support to Dwayne Haskins. I don't see any, any, you know, quarterback controversy, blah, blah, blah. No, Haskins is our guy. Then at running backs, that's where it gets kind of funny. You got Darius Geis, Adrian Peterson, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, uh, uh, Bryce Love, Peyton Barber. So six running backs. And I see us keeping four. Okay. I think the four that we keep is Darius Geis, Adrian Peterson, Antonio Gibson, and Bryce Love. Why, Why do I pick those four? First of all, Adrian Peterson is a beast, okay? He's an OG, so you got to have him there. Darius Geis, Antonio Gibson, and Bryce Love, we invested in those guys. So I don't see us um, not, you know, giving those guys a chance. At least let their rookie deal run out before we think of making any other moves. Now, Peyton Barber, um, I don't think he makes a team, but let's say somebody gets hurt. Then, you know, there's a scenario where he does make the team, but I don't see him making the roster. Uh, J.D. McKissick, um, I don't see why he will be on a roster if you have a guy like Antonio Gibson who can do everything that J.D. can do. Now, I, I understand about having more weapons and things of that nature. If we keep five running backs, then we're only going to keep five wide receivers. Usually, you know, teams will keep six. So the wide receiver battle that I see is going to be who starts on the other side of Terry McLaurin. It's going to be between Antonio Gandy-Golden and Kelvin Harmon. I think Kelvin Harmon is going to start. First of all, he has that relationship with Dwayne Haskins. He's not a rookie. You know, he's been around, so he knows, you know, the game. He knows the ins and outs of being an NFL player. AGG, Antonio Gandy-Golden. Is very, very, very um, a good prospect. Being 6'4", we've been looking for that big receiver. If he can put it together, even if he doesn't have like a Terry McLaurin type season, all he has to do is just show signs of life and signs that he belongs in the NFL. I think he's going to be a very, very good player. Uh, and Steven Sims is just going to you know, lock it down in the slot. So this year, even though we're young, Haskins has weapons, okay? And then who says that we don't add another wide receiver via draft or free agency next year, okay? Trey Quinn and Cody Latimer, they're the favorites to win jobs if we're keeping six. But with the whole Cody situation, now I don't know. He might be gone. So Cody was a not a lock, but one of the favorites before everything happened because you know you need that vet Troy Quinn just has not panned out um, but he would make a solid backup to Steve Sims okay so now it leaves one spot between Cam Sims Emmanuel Hall which I like 
uh, Kidzy and some of these other guys, um, some of these guys on the practice squad. Now, the practice squad is talking about expanding from, the NFL is talking about the practice squad expanding from 12 to 16. So then we can get really, really, really creative there. Some of these undrafted free agents, like Isaiah Wright, can plug in and fit in as a practice squad guy. And, you know, just in case somebody catches the virus or somebody gets hurt. So you can really manage your roster and, you know, have some fun with that. Um, tight end, I really don't know what we're going to do, but right now it's looking like Jeremy Sprinkles, uh, Logan Thomas, and maybe Thaddeus Moss as the three that we keep. There is a chance that we keep four tight ends, but I don't see it happening. I think that Logan Thomas is going to be the starting tight end. Um, Jeremy Sprinkle is going to be the blocking tight end and backup. And then Thaddeus Moss is going to be more of like a tight end three, somebody that you bring along. And who knows, he might overtake one of the other two that I mentioned, you know, as the season goes on. At left tackle, you got Christian out there, you got Lucas, and then you got Sadiq Charles. That's going to be a battle. These three guys battling for who wins this left tackle position in the ultimate end of this whole thing i think that sadiq charles wins the job but do not sleep on cornelius lucas i really like him i like what he did last year with the chicago bears at left guard that's another battle between the two west west switcher and west martin i liked what west martin did last year for us stepping in for brandon sheriff when he got hurt um, I think that Wes Martin wins the job. At center, we're pretty locked there. The right side of the line is pretty locked. Um, our D tackles and edge, that's pretty, that's just pretty locked. There's going to be a rotation, you know, even at the D tackle between, you know, Jonathan Allen, De'Aaron Payne and Big Matt and then Tim Settle. That's a nice four, four-man rotation there, and then in terms of our our edge rushers, I believe that Montez Sweat and Chase Young start, um, and then you'll have a sprinkle of Ryan Kerrigan and even Ryan Anderson. You know, in some situations, we move to the linebackers. The linebackers is very interesting because we have so many guys that can do so many different things. Um, I see Thomas Davis, Sean Deion Hamilton, and Kevin Pierre-Lewis playing a lot of time at the wheel position. And then I see guys like Reuben Foster, if he's healthy, and John Bostic in the middle. Uh, even Cole Holcomb in the middle. And then, you, and then some of these guys can play the Sam as well. So it's going to be very interesting, but I would love to see Ryan Anderson start at the Sam. Then we have, uh, you know, like like the corner battle where Kendall Fuller is our best corner, our top corner. And then on the other side, it's going to be a battle between Darby and Fabian Moreau. The slot corner is going to be Jimmy Moreland. He's going to lock that down. Um, free safety is locked down by uh, Davis. And Landon Collins is going to hold it down at uh, the other safety. Kickers punters all that stuff is pretty much already set so guys just wanted to kind of introduce myself 
Um, this is going to be a very, very fun, fun podcast. And um, let's get it. I'm out.